You are listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached at Central United Methodist Church in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to worship with us in person on Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. or virtually through Zoom or Facebook on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Visit us at www.cumcballston.org. There you can learn more about our congregation and how we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. Today's scripture is from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, verses 46 through 55. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Robert, thank you for reading our scripture this morning. And thank you to our chancel choir who have brought us such a beautiful cantata, Child of Peace. The scripture that Robert just read for us is also a song that was sung by Mary. In fact, within our cantata, there was a piece called the Magnificat, and it was inspired by these words of Mary. Now, to put you in the place in the story where this is happening, Mary has already spoken to the angel Gabriel, and then she goes to her cousin's house, because as a young, unwed teenager, she was not expecting the news that she would be with child. And so she goes to her cousin's house, and it is there that she can praise God. We see that her praise begins on herself, on what God has done first for her. She begins to praise God by saying that she is thankful, that God has been mindful of her humble state. And she celebrates the miracle that God has invited her to be a part of. This takes incredible courage and bravery on her part. She knew that there would be sacrifices in her life when one day she would marry and then become a mother. And yet here, her life is unfolding in a very different order of events. And yet she is able to praise God because she knows that God is doing something incredible through her. And so she begins her song of praise by saying thank you to God for what God is doing in her and through her. She knows that future generations will recognize the incredible blessing of her yes to God's dream, that she would be part of the plan to bring Christ into this world. But Mary's attention doesn't just stay on what God has done for her. She doesn't only describe how her life will be transformed. She recognizes that God is about to transform the entire world. 
She names the prophetic promises of Christ's work to bring the peace of God into this world, a world that knows war and strife and oppression in every corner of our world. It is true today, and it was true in Mary's day. She knows that God is working to transform this world to become a place of peace. Dr. E. Stanley Jones, Methodist scholar and evangelist, is often credited by saying that the Magnificat is the most revolutionary document in the history of the world. You may not have caught the spirit of revolution in our beautiful cantata today. It is easy to miss the significance of these texts when they're familiar to those of us who have heard them read year after year during this season of Advent. Or maybe we miss the incredible revolutionary nature of these words because we're distracted by the demands of this season of preparation. Of all of the holiday goodies to make, the parties to attend, the presents to buy and wrap. But today in this moment, we pause to celebrate God's dream that Mary was able to say yes to with such courage and bravery. She caught the vision for what God was wanting to do in this world, and she recognized how revolutionary it truly was. The Reverend Edward Marquette put it this way, In the Magnificat, God changes the order of things. God takes that which is on the bottom and turns everything upside down. God revolutionizes the way we think, act, and live. Before God's work, humans were impressed by money, power, status, and education. But through God's work in this world, all of that gets flipped upside down. In Mary's song of praise, the poor are put on top, the rich are put on the bottom. This is nothing less than God's revolution. The Magnificat clearly tells us of God's compassion for the economically poor. And when God's spirit gets inside of Christians, we too share in this dream. But it does not stay an idealized moment in our minds. Instead, it spurs us to action for the poor. Our hearts get turned upside down with God's revolution. I am so proud to serve a congregation who is willing to experience this same transformation, to have your own hearts and lives turned upside down. A few years ago, when Amanda Basta was our lay leader, she spoke at the district conference, and she described the dream that God gave to us to create affordable housing on our church property. She described the experience of the congregation going through the visioning process with a prayer walk in the Boston neighborhood. She talked about discovering how we opened our church fellowship hall as a place of safety and hospitality for our unhoused neighbors. And in that, she said that everyone experienced a change of focus from serve us to service. By turning our attention outward to those who were hungry, we experienced the same transformation of having our hearts turned upside down, just as Mary sang about in today's text. It was that openness of heart that allowed this congregation to say yes to the dream that God placed in all of our hearts, 
And now we are so close to these dreams becoming a reality. The first residents are going to begin moving in in just three months. Can we praise God for that? As we prepare to move home to our new space where we will worship God, where we will serve others, and where we will embrace all, we have an opportunity to sing God's praise, just like Mary did, by starting with her own story and then moving into how God would transform the world. We have the opportunity to talk about what God has done in our individual lives, and then to talk about what God has done in our individual congregation, and then talk about what God is already doing in this world. So friends, in this season, we are singing God's praise in many ways, but it does not need to stop when Christmas ends. Instead, this is a reminder and an invitation that we can sing God's praise and share the good news, share the way that God has transformed us and the way that God is still working to transform this world with good news. So in a world that is constantly bombarded with bad news, let us not hesitate to share the good news with our friends and neighbors and share God's praise. Thanks be to God for this good news. Amen.